what up everybody it's your girl tish and today i'm i tend to say special guests for everybody but this one is very dear near to my heart special guest announce yourself hey guys my name is Bradley. i am my favorite person <laughs> I'm not going to fight that. He's definitely one of my favorite people. Brandley is one of my little cousins. Well, I say little, but he's not little anymore. He's one of my younger cousins who I love dearly. And he's one of the ones I'm closer to out of the many we have. And I am so thrilled and honored that he decided to um, join me today to have this discussion. And so, Bradley, why don't you tell the people a little bit about yourself and what you do? Okay. Um, I am a filmmaker, um, a content creator. I love just creating films, really, in the industry of uh, ministry. Uh, I want to really bring reality into filmmaking, a Christian filmmaker. So mm-hmm. that's my main um, purpose I feel like I have in life. Um, I'm Born and raised in West Palm Beach, Florida, and yeah. Yes, Brandley is a very talented director, videographer, photographer, all the above. And we're all really proud of him and what he's accomplished in the last few years, a couple years, really, um, is where you really picked up, picked it up is like we took it more seriously so he's put a lot of work in and we're just really glad and like I said um I don't know I today I feel like I'm being a little bit more I try to be like gentle in these conversations but I feel like I'm a little bit more gentle being that uh this experience is different for the both of us but similar um and i i I want to tread it in respect not only you and your heart and our family as well when i discuss this but um so like we said uh, we all all of our family for the most part is in south florida and we come from a very large extended family and we try we've aren't always great I know know I'm not with the daily contact but we're all we always know that we're there for one another but for Branley and our other younger cousins my other young cousins they were closer in age and I feel like it was a little bit easier for you guys to make sure that happened would you say would you agree with me Branley yes of course uh the younger cousins, uh, cousins, we grew up together yeah. since elementary days and yeah. stuff like that. So it was, it was easier to get that connection and bond. Um, yeah. Growing up, you know, we was always around each other, but we didn't see um, each other too much because you guys moved, right? Yeah, we, for me, I was like in and out of the state as you oh. guys were growing up. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, like we were in Port St. Lucie, like our, my older sister, Millie, she's like really great at seeing people. And I'm just not that 
<laughs> like as much as I sit and have these like conversations, I am not that much of a people person. Mm-hmm. Whether you're blood or not, I love you from a distance. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I, I, I noticed that, but that's why I love working with y'all. <laughs> I like to get under your skin. Uh, oh my goodness! You know, yeah, under my skin. You try, but you I just know, right? do you. I still love you, and so, um, so yeah. Some of, like, long story short, for those who are listening, my cousin Brandley, his grandfather is my dad's brother, but my dad's brother was much older than my dad. My dad's old too, but that's the, beside the point. So his mom is actually my first cousin, but we don't think about it that way. We're just all cousins. So they are, my cousins for me though, are usually either way older than me, old enough to be like my parent, or they're younger than me because it's their kids. So um, with our, his aunt, I'm gonna complicate it for people. I'm so sorry. So we have one, my, one of my cousins, his aunt, the, their family is a larger family and they came to the States in like early 2000s. And so everyone has been here for a long time and that's who we're referring to, which one of our cousins that we'll be discussing more so is our cousin, Sam. And so Branley, when you think about Sam, do you, what is like one of your first memories of him? My first memories? Yeah. If you, if you can remember, there's, I know when it's a lot, sometimes it's harder, but maybe one of your favorite first ones, if that narrows it down. Any. <laughs> when you're around them, you like, you just create so much fun memories and you're just so funny and just, yes, to be around. So, um, oh, there's so many. Ah, <laughs> uh, let me think. Take your time. Yeah, I don't really have like favorite things, but um, I would say when I was in Port St. Lucie, when I was playing basketball, obviously he was there too. So he, basically he was the only family I had up there, I mean, besides you. Know. But um, he would pick me up and stuff. And like, I was really depressed, <laughs> really depressed in that place. And like, he, I would just go with him and he'll just make me laugh and, and stuff like that. I remember I started breaking down crying and stuff. He, he didn't even know what to do. He just cracked the joke, and I was like, I had to cheer up. Then I was like, What am I doing? <laughs> and he, if, yeah, he's funny. If okay, so if someone who's had never met Sam before, how would you describe them to him? How would you describe him to them? He, uh, it's never a dull moment with him. Yes, um, <laughs> he's always. Try to make you smile. Try to make you laugh. Um, he, he's in, he has he's energetic. Yes. Um, uh, what else? Yeah, he was just he's kind. Like you, there's just a a kindness along and sincerity along with the joy. Mm-hmm that he brought to a room that lit up that is like unforgettable like yeah. not many there's like I say overall there's a light in like a for a lot of our family there's like a, a gusto of sorts that we carry when each of us in a different way walk into a room but for him it was just a, a lightness 
Yeah. And it was uh, like, yeah, it was a happiness and joy that <laughs> with anything, if anything, you know, you're, you're just gonna, you just feel better when, exactly. when in his space. Yeah. There's no way, just like how you were saying he you were crying. It's like, how do you stay sad? How do you stay mad in that kind of energy? Yeah. And it's just like, and um, always like that. Yeah, and it that um, as someone who like, I'm very observant. That's something that I just like carried so deeply with me in regards to Sam. Um, and just always a a joy to have and um i think it it and like i said it just doesn't it just doesn't come easy to anybody like that and so and he just made it look effortless yeah, yeah. even know? even when he was hurting or when he was sad like no one could ever notice yeah he was always he was always out to just make other people happy or like you know, just create a great vibe around himself. So yeah, that's that's one of his best traits. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I just I don't know, I've if these in trying to think about how I, I wanted this time, um We'll keep trying to ease into it, but you know, you guys will fast forward to um, you guys have moved to Orlando and things were moving along. You guys are now in your early 20s and doing life. And could you say that you noticed a change in that last bit of time that there was, or? Did it just seem like no business as usual? I was in Chicago. I was away from everybody. Um, but for you and that, those regular interactions. Um, it, it was really out of the blue. I mean, even when we moved up to Orlando, we still seen each other, of course. Like, and they moved up, moved in with us and everything. So. It was really like, really crazy and out of the blue and everything happened the way it did. Um, I, I'd seen maybe like a slight change mm-hmm. when he was, he was asking, you know, you know, questions a lot mm-hmm. um, about different things of the Bible and stuff like that. Uh, but that's the only thing I noticed, but he ain't, I ain't take too mind into it. Yeah, like that's it just it felt like he was having like maybe deeper, questions in regards to our our his faith would yeah. you say more so than like a dramatic change of behavior so to speak that is like more noticeable um nah it was it was really regular like it was just yeah he, he was just being sound just sound sound being sound and um it was just that that one day literally that just everything changed yeah. And caught me off guard. So, um, as we're talking about this, for just to give a little bit more background, without not pressing too much into our our family's privacy, holding our family's privacy, uh, 
we we lost Sam in December of 2018, um, and he had just only turned 21 in September, and it really shook us because again, like Branley has said, there's not any, you know, you saw him all the time. You know, my last interaction with him was that Thanksgiving before um, December. And, you know, like you said, everything seemed fine. He stole my Reese's peanut butter cup and just giggled away and he was like, sorry. (laughs) I was like, it's cool, bro. I was in the middle of like having a political argument with one of our other cousins and I was just like, it's fine. Like I couldn't even... (laughs) <laughs> like look and <laughs> look his way without smiling and, and just giggling just letting him have my Reese's peanut butter cup and I'm just I was so grateful for that time as short as it was it was only like a few hours we were all together but it it was um it was actually just like one of a wonderful reminder of like why I wanted to be as it was pushing me and like wanting to come back to Florida to be closer to family um when that but I also realized at least for my end we haven't spoken in depth of how since then you know when it, everything first happened I think we re, everybody was just trying to comfort one another trusting God to make somewhat sense or if not just carry his siblings and us his father and through all of that just sudden traumatic change but since then it it's hasn't really been talked about and so I just wanted to know like since then like what how has it affected you in the last three years of your life, the loss of Sam? Um, I, for me personally, it's been a really tough. Uh, obviously, I think our family, uh, specifically, we we go through a lot of tra- traumatic events we as have. far as death. We lost a lot of people, but uh, this one obviously hurt the most because, you know, I was. We were really close, you know, we yeah. grew up together. It was me, Sam, Carl, you know, the three amigos. We, yes. We grew up together, like, talking about how we're going to move away and get an apartment and stuff like that. And me and Sam, we got the chance to, you know, I, 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 I'm the one that actually talked him into, you know, going into uh, going to Orlando with me and stuff like that. So when everything happened, I uh, I felt I felt responsible. Really? And, uh, yeah, in a way, because I Why? was like, well, I mean, one, if I, I, if that's a lot, I'm, I, you know, not placing blame on you, but, you know, like, what made no, you feel that way? Well, for one, like, I, I'm the one that, you know, convinced them to go to Orlando. It was, it was a struggle, like, you didn't know what was going on, but, mm-hmm. you know, I was steady convincing them, and we finally uh, took that leap. Um, but the, the second point is, um, when I got to Orlando, I got really 
involved in ministry. And like when I look at my gallery on my phone, I see a lot of pictures of, you know, church family. And I see less pictures of my actual family. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like, you know, I was so excited and so, um, you know, into the church. And that's not a bad thing, but I felt like I, I low-key neglected him in a way or let him down. And as far as not, you know, keeping him next to me or by me. Um, yeah, that's fair. That's hard. You know, coming from the family that we do, where all of us at some point, are, we we do serve the body of Christ for the Christianese folks who get that, who serve in the church a lot. And we give a lot of our time and our energy into our community. Um, that's real. Like, but, you know, I hope that you realize that that's not, <laughs> it's not your fault, you know? Yeah, it's like, it's something that you, you know but it's, mm-hmm. it's still something I feel. It's, it's a daily yeah. struggle, you know. I go back yeah. and forth. I think uh, uh, this grief specifically is hard to like just let it go and just. Some days you think about it. Some days it's just like it happened all over again. Mm-hmm. And so it's been really tough, like really, because like I'm I'm a person, a man who you know I don't really have a lot of male friends. And uh, Sam, I would say was like you know my only male friend. You know, Sam and Carl was my only male friend. And um, we were close. I could be vulnerable with him. I could be transparent with him. I, I didn't have that relationship with anybody else. I didn't have that with my dad or my brother or, you know, people from school. It was him. You know, I remember like, he, he taught me everything. You know, I was with him all the time. Um, he taught me everything. And so when it happened, it's like, dang, I lost the only person I could be vulnerable and transparent with. And it was hard for me to open up to other people. Uh, other guys specifically it's like it's it's really tough for me it's like I don't I don't want to you know give that trust to anybody else yeah uh, but so I'm still struggling with that um but yeah you just I don't know it's, yeah grief that's the one thing about grief it never goes away it it will change how it looks like in your life and on your journey um but grief never that's the really the sucky part of it is that it just it never leaves you um and (laughs) vulnerability is not our strong suit on this dream baptista it's a culture thing really you know yeah culture you you know like I've always told people, it's like, we're taught, you know, you fake it till you make it. There's nothing that should stop you. No emotion, no sadness, no, nothing should stop you from accomplishing or getting what you need to get done. And I've, it's it's taken a long time to unlearn that aspect of our culture and our family life, Mm -hmm. because it just doesn't, it's not right first off um and has literally left me uh literally broken Mm. and and so yeah I just wonder you know yeah it's just it's just something you have you have to fight to 
tell yourself that that's not okay and it's okay to be vulnerable it's okay to build that trust with someone exactly you know and i think you know and i think as long as you're trying to be vulnerable with those you're closest to in your life Mm -hmm. i think that's one you're one step ahead of a lot of people okay (laughs) you know i think it's 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 a journey all of it is a journey no i think the it gets what people should be concerned of is when they think they've arrived in any aspect of their life Mm. and i think and when they're not they stop being willing to learn and to receive um to to growth and to stop being willing to grow yeah you should always be willing to receive to grow and to change in that and evolve and into who God wants you to be and who he's created you to be and not be boxed in by those things um so like man I'm just (laughs) I'm great I'm it makes it hearing you say all of that it just makes me even more grateful that you were willing to do this today because I just know it's it's very it's just so hard like losing family but losing on top of losing family and then losing someone that you're so close to yeah um and it's it's crazy um yeah because um like like I said already you know we we have all these deaths in our family Mm -hmm. um but I think you know, one of the deaths is what really brought us really closer together. It's crazy how like we bond through death, uh, through just traumatic experiences. That's when we get closer and closer and closer because mm-hmm. we realize that, that the value we have in family. Mm-hmm. And so it, it was when he lost his mother. And I think that really broke all of us into where we got into this vulnerable space, into this close space. And we we're like, I don't want to lose nobody else like this. And so we cling to each other. Yeah. And so that's when we we all started hanging every day like literally every day we would go play basketball and we just formed this brotherhood that was like unbreakable yeah and um you know and this happened when when sam passed i think it changed everything now it's just uh it's like we're missing something for sure and i don't know if that's ever gonna you know be restored or not but that's like a big piece of the brotherhood and not have that anymore it's it's really weird like you know we don't have that person to make you know these these jokes during serious times and you know bring the vibe that Sam brought like it's just it's just a missing piece from each and every single one of us um yeah and how in saying that and how or do you try to how do you try to remember him just because I think all of us can agree we don't want to solely focus on how we lost him right what Mm -hmm. happened in that um so in in this time that it's been you know how do you choose to remember him how do you choose to reflect on him even in the midst of the grief of it and those hard days. Um, 
Well, for sure, you know, the way he died didn't define his life. Um, so when I when I think of sound, it's I, I look at my gallery and it's just memories, and it's just you know all the good times. That's what I remember mostly. You know, I don't remember. I, of course, I remember what happened, but I don't try to dwell on it too much. Yeah. Um, I try to dwell on how he made me feel, and I think that's why it's so hard. Um, why it's so hard to let it go, because it's like you know he made me feel like this, and it's like a emptiness now avoid yeah you know we could try to feel but it's like you know we're never gonna get another sound no no and i you know and i think because that that's okay i think that it's okay that no one else can feel that and that you don't need to feel it because yeah he's the only only one that can he was meant to fill that space and that's the beauty of uh, a bond, right? Yeah. So, so I the think, only good thing, is yeah, like, you know, with with how we grieve and stuff, you know, we don't Bible says we don't grieve like the world, and so you know, I'm grateful for that. You know, that we have God in this and all of this, really, because um, if you think about it, of how everything happened. Mm. You know, there's there's people that go through traumatizing things and they never recover from it. You know, but you know, I can say that by God's grace, you know, I'm still standing, I'm still moving forward. His family's still standing and moving forward. And I think we're we're very strong. It was actually I remember, you know, while he was missing, we had this family prayer and um everybody was shouting hallelujah to each corner. And, and after the prayer, we were, we all we were all fired up. We were like, oh, for sure he's coming back. Like we're gonna find him tomorrow type thing, because the prayer was so powerful. But um, his dad came after, and he said something so wise. He was like, I know we just had a great prayer and all, and he was like, um, well, let's pray for God's will to be done. Mm. And that I was everybody was just like, whoa, like coming from him, like a father. And, and for him to accept God's will, even that may be his losing his own son, and for him to submit to that, and I was like, wow, like, I want to be like him. You know, he's, be that strong. Yeah. Child, listen, <laughs> that man is one of just. I don't, I don't, I haven't shared this with him, and, or I think probably just many, but just, that man is one amazing man and i just have so much respect and admiration for him um that i can't say for a lot of people but i have for him um and yeah i just you know i talk i i've talked a lot about how there's a lot of my faith that i've the the faith i should say not mine over the Christianity that I've had to unlearn, I've, I've hit and I've been very hard on critiquing during these last few years of certain things. But one thing that will always remain is the step and what I pray that people can remember in the difficult times that do believe in the Lord and trust in the peace that he gave, gives us for every moment of every day. Um, 
that you you can't try to convolute that or make it weird or try to make it some legalistic um colonized thing any any other words that I've, I've used in previous episodes or discussions with people but I fully agree with what you said Brandley like the way that I you can't tell me that God is not real if I were just to use our cousins and our as an example that tells me enough how God is how real God is um and I'm even in the the difficulty of this experience of this season of loss that our family has has watching that has been a blessing I don't I I can't speak for you but that reminder of the stock that we come from has been a blessing what would you say Uh, I always say um especially from myself, I would say like the, the presence of darkness doesn't negate the presence of God. Exactly. And a lot of times people think, you know, because, you know, you can't see nothing else but, you know, trials and 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 all these hurt and suffering and stuff that, you know, God's not near and really he is. And so um, in the moment, it may not look like it, but truly he's, he's painting a beautiful masterpiece. And, and sometimes it's bigger than us, it's bigger than them too. And you just you just never know what what God's up to, and you might not even know in that moment, or even years later, maybe you know way past, and you you may never know sometimes. But I think it's just bigger than than what we could grasp in our minds. Um, you just never know like how many people could be saved by just the story or the testimony of losing Sam. And so I think it's amazing. And for our family, I think we learned a lot too, and mm-hmm. we did we we grew closer from it too so all I know is I, I trust in God um, I believe in God um, and I will stay faithful to him because he's yeah. faithful to me amen I think that that's what I can guarantee someone when I share with them is that these certain things and aspects of my life may change but one thing will never is my relationship with my faith in in God it, and what I stand in the foundation of what that is my relationship with God because he's just in the midst of the brokenness of it all he's literally that the one that has held us together like and for myself literally <laughs> has carried me through the three of the most difficult four most difficult years of of my life and so I'm just glad that we can share in that as a family it's not something difficult that we need to argue or try to convince one another it's just we can all rest in that together even when it's hard Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm very grateful for that and I um, thank you so much for being willing to to share and if there's anything you know I I want to keep it simple in that sense of of this of the discussion and and not push it too much so Mm -hmm. if there's anything if there's is there anything that in like of encouragement or 
or something that you want to share with the people that you've maybe learned in the last three years and um, something that you want to drop other than, you know, before we close out? In regards of death or? Just in general, just in the, you know, what, you know, in the last, you know, few years since everything's happened, like what, what piece of encouragement has maybe that you haven't mentioned yet that you want to leave with those who are listening right now? Um, I would say it's okay to not be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think coming from, you know, uh, a Haitian uh, culture background, mm-hmm. you know, we, we grow up on survival and, and struggle mm-hmm. and, and, and we are taught <laughs> that we always have to be strong, that we always have to be great and good. Mm-hmm. And, um, they never gave you permission to fail. And so you have permission to fail uh, for, for the men out there. You have permission yes. to fail. Yes, because uh, let so, the men know. Oh, <laughs> because especially in the black community, you know, we were we were taught that, you know, we're not supposed to fail, that we're supposed to be strong, that we're supposed to have these straight faces and stuff. Yes. And all it does is leave us more broken than full. Um, I remember I seen my father cried one time. Like one Bruh. time. You know, one Same. Time. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Like, it's wow. not funny, guys, but it's, it's just it's crazy. But when he did, like... It, it was it, by it, mistake, too. It wasn't even actually, supposed to. For me. <laughs> this one. Oh, for me, it was, um, you know, during when my had breast cancer. And it was a hard time because, you know, financially and stuff. And he came to us. He was like, I'm sorry that I can't. You know, provide for you guys the way I wanted to. And he just started breaking down crying, and I was like, "Wow!" <laughs> I was like, "I've never seen this side of him." I was like, "He never taught us to do this," and so, but still, I, I struggled with that. Um, I'm not gonna know. lie. I feel like that. Not to. I'm sorry for cutting you off. I just wanted to throw this in quickly. I feel like, as hard as that experience was with your mom and her cancer diagnosis, it made your dad like softer. Oh, yeah, for sure. In like the best of ways. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> but it continue. Was a dramatic change. It, it was a dramatic <laughs> change. Um, but that just goes to show you how God works. God works in the midst of, of um, trials. Um, so he did change a lot and and for the better. Uh, but yeah, like through, throughout these years, um, I've been uh, learning slowly and gracefully um, on how to feel. Uh, and telling myself it's okay to feel, it's okay to be yes, vulnerable, yes. it's okay to be transparent. Um, and it's a process, you know, it doesn't all have to be quick. Yep. And so that's what I'm carrying. Um, and and take, taking myself in priority too. I like to, you know, make everything else a priority and not myself, but I've been trying to change that and, and so that I could grow, like you said, and what God wants for me love to hear it you know me i'm saying boundaries are my best friend (laughs) it's it's a great thing to have um well i love that i and i just thank you again brandley i just um i hope anyone who's listening right now who's gone through grief of whatever form that you have to feel encouraged to to know that it 
like I said, it, grief changes ways and forms in your life, but in a way, certain things get easier to each day. But to have solid foundation of what you believe in and what you know, um, I know someone may be listening, maybe not have the faith that we do, but but we will say, and I, I know Brandley will agree, it's like God loves you and hears you and sees you and also seek out support and help and care where you need it. Do not try to do anything alone. You don't need to and you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so please, um, this that's what I, we just wanted this episode to be about is just being willing to share in each other's grief and be there but also speak life um, and that's what we we aim for in our family and that's what we just wanted for today um so thanks again Franly. thanks guys for joining me today no thank you i was um really excited when you asked me and it's an honor to come on here and, and just chat with you yes um i definitely you'll definitely be seeing more brandley like he's been doing amazing things why don't you share with them your social handle so they can check out your work um and then they'll it'll be in like the the bio and stuff like that on my ig but share with them whoever's listening yes so you guys can go follow me on instagram at chosen lens underscore and um, um on facebook is chosen at C-H-S-N Lens. Sweet deal. Chosen Lens underscore on the IG. And I think, I mean, if you're a boomer like me, as I've been told, and you're still on Facebook, what was it again? (laughs) (laughs) First of all, Facebook is a great platform. You guys I love Facebook. I have a... It depends on the day, I guess. Facebook got the best videos, but um, it's CHS and Lens. Okay, sweet deal. And if you guys know how to find me, it's T-W-E-S-H-S Thoughts on IG. I'm also on, I have a Facebook page, but I like never update it. I'm going to get better, I promise. Brandley's going to help me get better with my like picture, being picture and stuff. I don't content know. Creation. This, yeah, content creation. See? I'll get it together. Anywho's, thanks for listening, guys. It's again, it's your girl Tish, and check you later. Bye. Bradley, say bye. Oh, bye. <laughs> <laughs>